Hey, Sam. Hey, Luke. What's, uh, what's wrong, buddy? I just watched the hit 2004 film Troy starring Brad Pitt and Eric Bana, but I don't know if it's accurate at all. Hey, we've all been there, friend. This has you pretty messed up, huh? Well, I have good news for you. Ah! Jesus! I'm a doctor. Of medicine? Even better, classics. And I have all the answers for your burning questions about myths, ancient Greco-Roman history, and the movies. Where can we get this incredible medicine? Over on the podcast, Greased Lightning. It's on all your favorite podcatchers. It will be the sweet ambrosia of the gods. New episodes every other Monday. What do you think happens when we die, Camelopards? Good day. A good day would be to sleep in, take a motorcycle ride. You know, you're going to have to catch me. Walking the streets of the future is really going to be breathtaking. Hello and welcome to Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves, a podcast where two stupid idiot best friends absconded with the Tom Hanks, purloined the Dwayne Johnson, and are about to be absolutely mugged by the Keanu Reeves. I'm a Sam Siegel and I'm a stealing your spaghetti. <laughs> I'm Luke Patrick. I'm reading your runes this week. Let's see what the runes have to say about Ooh, you. Yeah. This week. Well, uh, so, so I drew this rune. Uh, what does that say about me, Luke? Uh, that says that you're gonna die to due to something uh butt related. Not like oh, not like a but not the way you think. Is and that's all the information I've got from the runes. Butt related, not the way you'd think. But soon. Uh, I don't know, draw another rune. Okay, I drew this one, and I'm sweating now. Um, ooh. Let me ask this. Do you have life insurance? Uh... Yeah? Okay, then you're covered, bud. Luke, I don't want to... I'm not ready. <laughs> well, hopefully it's not before... The bad news is it's soon, but hopefully it's not before the end of this episode. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, because hopefully we can crank out at least one more for the people. For the people, yeah. Sam. But here's the problem, Luke. You know, anybody can watch, like, I don't know, ten Keanu Reeves movies and then have their friend die. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's nothing. That's nothing at all. <laughs> Harkening back to the early days when we used to tell ourselves that nobody nobody gives a shit if somebody watches like twenty five Tom Hanks movies. Exactly. Uh, so it, you're yeah. gonna have to to watch all the Keanu Reeves movies and have your friend drop dead. That's no good. So let's hope. I mean, they're just runes, man. Um, you know. Maybe in a different light, the runes say that good butt stuff will happen to you. I mean, it seemed pretty definitive. Yeah. Are, pretty... are the runes that fickle? No. No, you drew mm. the butt death rune. Oh, <laughs> I don't... Yeah. Weird that there's a specific one for butt death. Yeah, I mean, it's a rune that I introduced, but it does come into play quite frequently, and it has yet to be wrong. Mm. So Well... I, I, I guess I'll make peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously this week we watched 1990's I Love You to Death. Luke, uh, anything with that watch? 
I had the pizza. You had the pizza, hey, hey. where from? Uh, damn good pies. Hey, and did it live up to the name? Uh, it was a damn good. Actually, today was firing. I don't know what was up. Oh, uh, yeah. But this delivery was on point. So I don't know if it was just that we were ready for this kind of delivery, za, uh, or what. Man, when they are on their game, oh, man, it yeah. is. Oh, God, it's good. It's choice. It's good. It was real choice. Hilariously, we ordered, uh, or I ordered the pizza before realizing that uh, a pizza parlor is a major plot point in mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, so we, we ate the pizza while they made the pizza. Hey, you had the pizza while you watched the pizza, man. While I watched the, the horny, horny pizza, man. It's me, a horny, the pizza man. <laughs> That was it. That's the only major thing to note is just that we we housed some pizza while watching mm-hmm. this flick. Sam, what was up with your watch? Uh, nothing really. We got kind of a late start because I took a nap. Okay, so I did forget something about my watch, and then this is a uh-huh. nice segue, which is to say, yeah, Sam, I'm living your lifestyle. I got up at five thirty this morning. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Now, I hate to be this guy. Yeah. 5.30 would be me sleeping in half an hour. See, I was about to say, I'm not even up to your standards, though, <laughs> is the yeah, problem. That's, honestly, that's a weekend for me. Yeah. 5.30? <laughs> oh. Um, it is now 8.40 um, mm-hmm. in the evening, in the p.m., and Sam, I don't know how you do it. I'm so tired. I'm so ready to just go to bed. So here's the thing. I've been doing this for damn well near thir- uh, 20 years now. Damn. Because uh, I started getting up at 5.15 in 6th grade. So, um, it's just part of me now, baby. I think it's, it's always been part of you. I think you just sort yeah. of, you had a, a brief time in the wilderness and then mm-hmm. you found yourself early on and you've just stuck with it. Pretty much. So, like, I... I don't know. I don't. I don't get tired normally. I mean, I've been doing a, ro- a lot of running around the past couple days, which is why I needed a nap today. Yeah. But um, but no. On a on a typical day, I'm up at five, sometimes four thirty if the cat's particularly hungry. And uh, I don't know. I just do it, man. Yeah. Just do it. Um, just do it with no coffee. I'd like to point mm-hmm. out. Oh, the, do you want to take a guess how many cups of coffee I've had today, and I will tally them up in my head? Mm, okay, so I know you you really pound your coffees. I'm going to guess five. Seven. Fuck. <laughs> Luke. Seven? Yeah, seven cups spread out throughout the day. Jesus Christ, and you're still tired? Yeah, dude, caffeine has no impact on me at this point in my life. Well, maybe you should try, like, methamphetamines. I think, well, that's the obvious next step, given how little of a buzz I get off caffeine. I'm going to have to try meth, I think. Yeah. Is there, like, a Folgers for meth? I think it's just meth. (laughs) It's just more meth. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's just smaller amounts of meth. The best part of waking up is meth. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. The best part of waking up is doing more crystal. Yep. Yep. That's the window to my good, future. Well, anyway, I good just... Good thing uh, I can't sing at all. <laughs> it was pretty good. Um... Yeah, I applaud you, my my good sir, because I well, uh, uh, an important thing to note about my sleepiness is that I did wake up at five thirty to make asobuco for lunch, mm-hmm. which takes in the slow cooker seven hours. Um, uh huh. So I did consume a lot of beef and potatoes and hearty vegetables at lunchtime. Man, so. you sent me a photo. Of this asobuco, and it looked delicious. But man, if I ate just that amount of mashed potatoes in yeah. one sitting, I wouldn't wake up for a week. That's yeah. So there's a brief period between the asobuco, eating it, consuming it, and basically the beginning of this movie that I it's all kind of fuzzy. So it's just a mm. big blur, and then Keanu Reeves. Which is kind of I the gotcha. way I prefer to live my live out my days. Now that's interesting. Okay, um, I do also love that you've had an extremely Italian day. Yeah, I've had a gorgeous Milanese lunch, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, well, a <laughs> a little less Milanese dinner. Um, sure. Yeah, but still, you know, it's a pizza. It's a pizza. Uh, Archie-style pizza. Now, at any point today, did you have a cappuccino? No. No. Espresso. Also, no. I had to think about that one for a second. I came close. I could've. I could've. My, oh, my God. I went to a Ah. coffee shop. I could've had an espresso. Estronzo. Cazzo. Cazzo. Stronzo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, are you also tired? Is that where we landed? No, not really. Because you took a nap. Are you going to be wired now? No. Mm. I, I Honestly, it, here's what I'm going to do after we finish recording. I'm going to hop in the shower and shave. Um, and I'm going to get in bed and do what I typically do, which is uh, look through my Instagram stories and fall asleep in the middle of them. Send me a few of them and then fall asleep. Yeah, is your usual yeah. mo. Yep. Well, usually I send you the stories in the morning. Um, mm, okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Night, nighttime Instagram story time is for me to fall asleep in the middle of them. They continue playing, and then McKenna has to lean over my unconscious corpse and <laughs> turn my phone off because it's still just playing stories. Yeah, just feeding you content. <laughs> Oh, incredible. Yep. Man, my guy, I once fell asleep reading Reddit. I don't know if... Okay. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I was going to try to spin it, but nope. Honestly, I I don't know what it is. I fall asleep in no time. Yeah. I mean, I, like... it gets to the point where it makes Kenna mad because she's so jealous that I, like, get into bed and within 15 minutes I'm gone. Yeah. It's just, uh, and then you wake up at a crisp 4.30 to 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feed the cat, eat my breakfast, hang out, watch some videos. Oh God, you're a million Beat years my old. Meat, smother a kid, 
Uh, yeah. Do a sacrifice. You know how it is. Yeah, basic old man stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you're basically a man called Otto. I don't know why we didn't talk about this more. Oh. Yeah, a little bit I am. Yeah. I mean, I, I like to think I'm a little less grumpy, but honestly, not really. Yeah, give it some time, and I don't know, man. <laughs> there are days. <laughs> there are certainly days <laughs> where I'm... I'm definitely, like, auto-level grumpy. Yeah. Huh. Uh, I don't know why we didn't process that one before. I don't know. I'm gonna have to talk about my therapist. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I, I live the life of an exceedingly old Swedish man. (laughs) Like, Sam, is this, like, a persona you have inhabited? you've developed or man i wish that that'd be easier to defend but no it's just, <laughs> it's just how i am yeah mm-hmm. luke what's what's the plot of i love you to death um based on a real live true story mm-hmm. um i'll break it into three luke patrick's 3x structure your money back guarantee today folks um hey Hey, but uh, a pretty quick one, so we're just going to slam through it. Um, There's a guy that owns a pizza parlor. He cheats on his wife like a shitload. Like Mm -hmm. a shitload. Oh, so much. So much, because briefly I will talk about how he goes into confession at the very beginning of the movie, and he's like, yeah, I cheated on my wife for like uh, uh, 12 times over the last two weeks. Uh, Um yeah, there was some complicated math because it was like it was like 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 a twelve times, but the really like seven sessions, but the five of women. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, all that to say, Act One, um, we get establishing characters as far as like you know who everybody is. So there's the guy that owns the restaurant. There's his wife, um, River Phoenix. Um, mm-hmm. Plays a. Devo? Devo, who's like a busboy, you mm-hmm. know, helper at the restaurant. Um, Devo tries to warn uh, the mother, the woman, the wife in the situation about, mm-hmm. um, you know, the whole situation. He tries to warn the guy that it's going to bite him in the ass. So Act 1 is just sort of this percolating as he continues to cheat. Um, mm-hmm. Ending with the big reveal that he is, in fact, cheating. Because up until this point, his wife had been like, there's no way he'd cheat on me. Sure, he looks, but he doesn't cheat. No, nope. right. she gets hard proof at a library because he's smooching on this girl. Um, he, you know, she comes to find out he is in fact cheating. So, Act Two, they try to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they being Devo, her and her her mom. Um, mm-hmm. They try four different times to off this dude. That they do. Uh, ending with, uh, and you may be saying, I don't hear Keanu's name in this. Well, that's because he ain't in it. Um, mm-hmm. and up until a certain point where he is, and that's when attempt number four, they hire two local thugs, including Keanu Reeves, um, to shoot him in bed. And shoot him mm-hmm. they do, but they shoot him on the wrong side of his body. Yep. They were aiming for the heart, but they, they just didn't get through... High school, did they? So, no, they struggled. Yeah, so they got the wrong side of the ding-dang body. Um, mm-hmm. 
So that's Act 2 kind of ends right about there as the police show up and then arrest everybody. Act 3 is the threat of police action, but the guy, the guy, the pizza guy. Hey, it's a Tony. It's a Tony. Um, doesn't press charges and bails everybody out. And that's kind of the resolution is that he mm-hmm. realizes her passion. Like she's so passionate about their marriage and about him that mm-hmm. she shot him or had him yes. shot. So he, he decides to shape up and be a better husband. And uh, it's all based on a real true story. Yes. Which is... Uh, yeah, the, as near as I can tell, basically the only difference is that she actually did go to jail for four years. Yeah, and prison. apparently my understanding is that he begged the prosecution not to move forward. Uh, so the the article I read didn't, didn't have a whole lot about that, but uh, they... They were still together when the movie came out. Yeah. And uh, they they made like uh, six figures off of this thing. Plus royalties. Plus? plus. <laughs> I bet the royalties have diminished over the well, years. <laughs> can you imagine that uh, they're going to get a check in a couple weeks yeah. for, for two rentals? For two, exactly two rentals. Of I Love You to Death uh, from 1990. Sam, mm-hmm. that's the plot. What'd you think of this movie? There's no good. There's no bad. Uh, this one was unexpected. Unexpected? Okay, mm-hmm. in what way? I need you to, to elaborate on the unexpected. Um, I didn't really know the direction the movie was going to go in. And I really expected Keanu to be in it more. Okay, to dovetail into that, I was going to mm-hmm. say this movie was lacking. What it was lacking ah. was Keanu Reeves. Sam, do you want to guess what the time to Keanu is in this movie? Oh, uh, it's gotta be like an hour fifteen. It is fifty-five minutes fifty-eight seconds before we Good see Keanu Reeves. Lord, which I think is our longest time to actor in any movie we've watched. Yeah, yeah. Still not our shortest runtime of actor. That that is still going to be the great fuck how hard and mm-hmm. Tom being in there for approximately fifteen seconds. Yeah, but this one, this one I feel like skirts a little. I, okay, let me ask this. Okay. Because famously we skipped a cop movie. I think it was that The Rock was in. Because The Rock was only barely in it for the first ten minutes and then he goes away. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, so we uh, it was the other two because he and, I want to say Samuel L. Jackson, are partners, like badass partners on the police force, and at the beginning of the movie, they uh, they jump off a building and die. Yeah. Because uh, th- they, they think that they're like action movie heroes and that they'll survive it. Not, yeah. Not a, like a grim sort of situation. It, it was funny. It was yeah. a good movie. Yeah, so we didn't watch that one. Sam, with that precedent... Should we have watched this movie? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, regrettably. Yeah, cate- categorically. Yeah. Um, cause let me tell you something. So, so Keanu played uh Marlon, uh Harlan's cousin. Uh, mm-hmm. Harlan, of course, being played by by William Hurt. Uh, the the two. So I believe they were just drug addicts. Yes. Who uh who were paid. $500 to shoot a dying man. 
And, uh... They really saved this flick, in my opinion. Mmm. Honestly? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You take him out, it's a lot less fun, isn't it? Yes. So, the... The movie's still pretty funny, uh, but man, Harlan and Marv- Marlin sweep in and just clean up. Yeah. Uh, particularly Keanu. I gotta tell ya, dude did a great job. Oh, did a phenomenal job. Yeah, can't so, agree more with that statement. So, I want to know, because cause we have an, another new look. For yeah. Keanu in this, so mm-hmm. shaved head, uh, or you know, kind of shorter hair with like some weird shaved angles, and facial hair, which I feel like is a first. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it is actually. Yeah. So, where are you at? Facial hair? No, thank you. Not this variety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like scraggly and patchy and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I think was the point. He's supposed to look kind of like, you know, um, unshaven, like a little, a little rough. Uh, yeah. And so that's how he comes across the hair and the nose ring. Yeah. I was going to talk about the nose ring. All of that, that can stay. That can, I would not kick it out of huh. bed for eating crackers. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. You you liked the hair. Yes. Are you okay? Yeah, no, I think it's um it's weird because it is sort of approaching a neo cut, but like you said, it's got a little bit like of some like punk style like edges taken out of it. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, you gonna give me a good one? <laughs> yeah, there it is. Um, Kipped it in. <laughs> like a pro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a big one. I I think I probably popped my fucking eyeball out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made sure to mention it so that I can't edit it out of the podcast. Yeah, perfect. Um Yeah, I don't know, man. Just the look is is great for me. I think this is a new uh. fun evolution of the Keanu. Um I like the length of the hair, the like weird sort of like punk meth-addled shaved look. I hate it. Mm. Um, awful, 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 awful. Facial hair though, yes, it's scraggly, but it's moving in a direction that I like. Okay, so it's trending upward. Also, I will say really quickly that obviously we come to you, Sam, for all things punk, because uh, you yeah. are such a punk rock individual. I mean, you know me. Yeah. Uh, b- big big punk rock guy. Um, yeah. and I live a punk lifestyle. You know. True. <laughs> we we spent uh, the first ten minutes of this podcast dissecting your punk punk ri- punk rock yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, I mean everyone knows the most punk rock car uh, on the planet is a big beautiful Hyundai Tucson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pretty sure. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all the cool punks are driving these days. Yeah, I mean that's why Hyundai's uh, you know, motto now is Hyundai, the power of punk. The power of punk. It's powerful and it speaks directly to the core of who's buying their cars, namely yeah. punks. Like me. Yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. Um, but um, yeah, talk to me about the facial hair because I wasn't sold on it basically at all. I I like a Keanu with facial hair. Yeah. And again, it's not we. It's not a grizzling, but it's moving towards a grizzling. Okay. I feel. Yeah. Um, and you know he's got a nice face. I'm not. I'm not gonna diss his face, but the the facial hair really accentuates a lot for this man. Mm. And I just I like seeing a bit of scruff on our boy. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't disagree with that. I'm coming around to it. Yeah. I and think, the nose ring? Yeah. The nose ring plays. Oh, the nose ring gets so much play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That part Love was, the nose ring. That was choice. Um, is it just me? Or, because it's been like a year since we last saw him. Um, uh-huh. In terms of movies. Since the last movie we saw was 89, this one was 90, it's, you know, a year or less. Mm-hmm. Um, do, is it just me, or does he look considerably older in this movie? I think it's the facial hair. Yeah, something's up. Maybe it's the facial hair. Because it always ages a person. True. You slap facial hair on a person, and you're like, oh, that's a man. That's a man with hair on his balls. Yeah. Um, You take it away, and you go, that's a little baby boy. That's sure. a, that's a to quote this movie. That's a son of a bitch bastard. That's a son of a bitch bastard who ain't got no facial hair, mm-hmm. yeah, and no hair on his balls. That's a baby boy. Yeah, that's a soy boy beta baby boy. Yeah. Um, and then uh, again, like a like a woolly willy, you put uh the, the to be clear the the child's toy woolly willy where you take. Uh, iron shavings and you put them around the, the face of a, a drawing of a man um, to to make him look silly and whatnot. Not a uh, sort of woolen, hairy penis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank you for the clarification. You're welcome. Like a woolly willy, you slap some facial hair on there and everyone goes, that's a man. Yeah. That's a mar- man with hair on his chest, back, balls, and butt. Yeah. Back, balls, and butt. <laughs> yep. Can't agree more. Yeah, so I think I think we've hit it. I think it maybe you're right and it's the facial hair. Because something just... Mm-hmm. We've seen a boy up to this this point. Um, we have. We've seen a boy on the on the edge of becoming a man. But then the person that I saw in on my screen, on my big beautiful screen today, mm-hmm. that was a man. That was a that was a man drug addled to be fair, uh, man, but a man nonetheless. Look, he just inhales drugs like yeah. a vacuum, but he's got hair on his back, balls, and butt. Mm-hmm. Hey, what is it about people up to this point in Keanu Reeves' career wanting to just fill him? from foot to head uh the top of his head with drugs because all these scripts have him just like just out of his gourd yeah. on stuff i think he got really typecast early mm. on you know because he because he nailed that like whoa sure. sort of vibe and the whoa vibe I think kind of requires drugs. Oh, drugs are required. I just think it's funny that even like, um, what was that last night? Um, 
Shit, what was the name of that oh, movie? Uh, the Night Before? The Night Before, thank you. Um, even that one has him on drugs. On serious drugs. Well, you have to. Yeah. You gotta Keanu, just, you gotta put him on drugs. Yeah, I will like to... Uh, I, I am excited to see if, if I can put another ticking clock on this on this podcast. Yeah. Very excited to see the de-drugging of Keanu Reeves. Yeah, a point at which he can act through a full movie without having to consume even a little bit of Folgers methamphetamine. Yeah, I we should probably reword it so it sounds like we're not talking about how he has a substance abuse problem, which I believe he never has. Yeah, to our knowledge. So, yeah, and, yeah, and more yeah. that that his characters have not been filled with drugs. Yeah, we want to see a de-drugging, an undrug, uh, an undrugging of the script is what we want. Yes, yes. Now, he was uh, sober um, in Dangerous Liaisons, I believe. Hmm. Did he drink at all? Uh... Now, famously, I barely paid attention to Dangerous Liaisons. Yeah, that's a good point. Barely watched it. Um. You know, (laughs) in some ways, my relationship with this podcast mirrors that of Joey Bofa D's Nuts in this movie. Um, In that I, too, sort of cheated on the podcast by not paying great attention to some of the early movies this season. And then... yeah. When my wife caught me really not paying attention to Dangerous Liaisons, um, I recommitted myself. True. Yeah, you did. You saw the passion in the project. I saw the passion. Yeah. It's the, true. The project tried to kill me. As as has been well documented in the media, Luke came to my house and shot me twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and poisoned <laughs> me with a lot of sleeping pills. And uh, and I recommitted myself both to Luke and the podcast. Yeah, and you're better for it, if I can say. Yeah, uh, and you now remember they can the make movies. a movie about us. Mm. It'd be kind of the same movie, maybe as a reboot, as a weird yeah. reboot. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see who, that. Who would you want to play us? Hmm. Timothy Chalamet for you, because you hate that guy for some reason. Yeah, I don't... Hmm, I'm not happy about that. <laughs> I just think it would be hilarious to see you at press junkets making nice with Timothy. I want to put you into social contract distance oh. of Timothy Chalamet so that you have to be nice to him. And it's going to be really awkward because like, I guess he'll do research for the role. Because yeah. he seems like he's someone who would do that. And he's going to listen to this podcast and hear all the times I've talked about how much I can't fucking hate, how much I can't fucking stand that sick Victorian boy, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Who is, who's playing me though? <sighs> who is playing you? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, this I can rock with. 
Yeah. I see. It's not really fair because you get a good actor and I get uh, just uh, like a poisoned child in <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. If it makes you feel better, I'm choosing to think of this as Jake Gyllenhaal performing in the same vein as he did in Nightcrawler. Um, oh, okay, just a bearded, creepy just the Jake Gyllenhaal. Big, wet eyed, creepy ass <laughs> chameleon of Jake Gyllenhaal in the movie Nightcrawler. So, I am I it. really coming out on top on this one? I don't think yeah. so. Actually, yeah, you are. Because at least that Jake Gyllenhaal, as wet as his eyes are and as, as weird as his energy is, you know he's hale and hearty. Um, whereas Timothy Chalamet always looks like his milk has been poisoned with heavy metals. (laughs) He does, though, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, is there lead paint in in this whole house where you live? What is wrong with you? Timothy, why are you drinking milk that has cobalt in it? Where did you even get cobalt? Why is it there? What's wrong with you, Timothy? <laughs> it's for the role. <coughs> I'm honestly, I don't know that I've ever actually seen him in a movie, so I have absolutely no idea what he sounds like. Mm. Yeah, well, definitely basing your opinions on fact then. Uh, mm-hmm. Doing the absolutely. research. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, we get to see Kevin Klein's ass. I just I felt like that was worth mentioning. Yeah, we do. We get a pretty good shot of Kevin Klein's oh, ass. It's great. Yeah. I I had to rewind it because I missed it uh, because I was taking notes or eating dinner, one of those two things, and uh, and my wife peeped it, and so she was like, "But," and I missed it, so I had to rewind it. <laughs> this is. This is a marriage built to last right here. Oh, my God. There's a reason we're married, my guy. Yeah, you guys Uh, have each other's backs in the most adorable way I've ever (laughs) heard of. But, (laughs) look, there's a but. Yeah, you know, we look out for each other, Um, which I feel like is actually the perfect way to transition to something I want to ask you. Yeah. Um, How do you think your wife is going to kill you? Okay, I'm glad you brought this up because I was trying to figure out how to bring it up on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, it turns out the best way is just to ask it outright. Um, yeah. I think it'd be pretty easy to get me in my sleep because I'm a fairly heavy sleeper. Uh-huh. So I think definitely while whilst asleep... Um, yeah, apparently I make some pretty distressing breathing sounds. Uh-huh. Um, so I think just a classic pillow over the nose and mouth, hold it in place mm. for three minutes, call it good. Okay. Because I don't think anyone, like, if, if she was like, I don't know, he started making some really weird noises in the middle of the night and then he just never woke up. I don't think yeah. anybody would really create an inquest over that. Like, no, that's, no one's investigating that death. No. Well, bit. they will now. Yeah, now that it's on record, please, if I do die mysteriously in my sleep, uh, mm-hmm. and my wife claims that I made weird breathing sounds, then uh, she's probably still right. 
<laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's going to honestly this episode's going to be really inconvenient for her if you do actually just sort of naturally die in your sleep. Yeah. Uh, sort of uh, related to your your weird breathing sounds because boy, she is going to be under a microscope, huh? Yeah, just, you know, t- take a look at it. But know that it's probably accurate, Sam. How's Kinda gonna kill you? Well, I asked her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, fortunately, she didn't answer immediately, so that was comforting. Yeah. Because uh, I was a little worried that when I asked that she was gonna have an answer just locked and loaded. Um, but it it took her a few seconds, and then she said. I don't know. I'd probably find a way to get an air bubble in your vein. There you go. That's the pro move right there. Yeah, it was. Oh, it was pretty cold the way she said it, though. Mm. A little distressing. Yeah. That's the mind of a true killer right there, too. Yeah. She Not watches a-, a lot of like serial killer stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I'd also like to change my answer to how I hope my wife would kill me, if you'd like Which that is? answer. Sure. Uh, slowly using mushrooms like that Daniel Day-Lewis movie. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, just I mean, over and over, and then I develop a kink for it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not making this up, like that Daniel Day-Lewis movie. Um, sure where I develop like a kink for being nursed back to health and so she just keeps nearly killing me over mm-hmm. and over until one day she goes one mushroom too far and <laughs> there I go perfect yeah absolutely perfect mhm now mine's I I hope Kenna force feeds me a, a hand grenade Ooh, I was thinking you were going to say, like, grains, like you're a duck being plumped up. No, no. For some nice duck pate. Force feeds me a live hand grenade, and it just, boom, goes off right in my tummy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, big, big, big (laughs) miss. Really inconvenient for everyone. That's what I want. That's what I want when I die. I want everyone to, like... I, you know, it, whether they're sad or not, that's immaterial to me, because I'm dead. Yeah. Um, what I do want is for them to be like, God damn it. Yeah. I, I had plans, and now I gotta clean up Sam's viscera from the fucking ceiling. Mm-hmm. Because he oh. ate a hand grenade. I just love the idea of, why do you do that? I don't know, he's eating his morning cereal, and I guess he got confused between cereal and hand grenade. Nothing fishy about that one. <laughs> nope, nothing weird about a man just willingly swallowing a hand grenade whole mm-hmm. with the pin out. Um, okay, I've got the start of a joke from this movie. Let's do it. A Yugoslavian and an Italian walk into a diner. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I don't know the punchline for that one, my man. I don't either. It, honestly, it feels like it can only be offensive. I think so. Um, 
Did you know that Kevin Klein and Phoebe Cates are married? And that she's the lady in the, like, disco who he tries to, who he picks up? Really? That's his wife. And they had the best time role-playing that. I mean, oh, without a doubt. I Honestly, they when that camera cut in the hallway, they were probably like, give us 30 minutes. Yeah, we need some time. Based on the energy of, of where we're at, sort mm-hmm. of right now. Um, hey, well, here's the interesting thing about him going to Pound Town, Mr. Joey Bofidi's Nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, as you've called him earlier. Um, yeah. He wears the apron. He wears the apron, and that's part of it. Because, Without yeah. a doubt, that's part of it. Because in that opening ass shot... Well, sorry, there's two opening ass shots. We get an ass shot of a random passerby woman. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Early in this film. The 80s, they just don't die that quickly, folks. Mm-mm. Some of the habits no. stick around. It's like a Fast and the Furious movie. If I don't see an ass within the first five minutes of any film, I'm out. Yeah. It violates Vin Diesel's contract, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, family and asses within the first five minutes of the movie. That's my contract. I'm a big piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we get that ass. But then we also get Kevin Klein's ass. Um, yes. And... What's interesting to me is not the ass. Um, mm-hmm. It's a butt. It's a, it's a great butt. Um, sure. But what's on the opposite end of, of the butt, on the other side of him, is a full apron that he is mm-hmm. clearly has been wearing the entire time. Yeah. And I think that's important for the scene. You know, I think it's important for the tableau that he's trying to paint during the sexual encounter. Mm. that he's the friendly pizza man who just needs to um, need her dough, so to speak. Yeah. Well, he shows up with a bunch of plumbing supplies, which is really sort of mixing the porn metaphor. It's, you know, you'd think that a guy who who fucks this much would have sort of worked out the kinks, pun fully intended. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I, I and maybe that's part of it too. Is he's like, hey, it's a me, a Joey both with these nuts. Uh, I need to uh, <laughs> need your dough. And then while he's doing it, maybe he's like, oh no, oh no, the pipes, uh, they have a burst. Fortunately, I am also a plumber. And so yeah. let me, let me check out your pipes, eh? And this got a little French on me. Yeah, it did. I'm, maybe that's part of it. Maybe, maybe he's a maybe French he's a plumber. French plumber. Yes. Exactly, a French plumber. You know what they say? Find you a guy that's an Italian in the cu- in the kitchen, and a <laughs> and a French guy of <laughs> under your in sink in the toilet. <laughs> Classic. Sorry, sorry. An Italian in the kitchen and a Frenchman in the toilet. In the toilet. <laughs> yes. It's a classic saying. Everyone knows it. We've mm-hmm. all heard this. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't know why we're repeating it now. Oh, so, so well yeah. known is this phrase. Yep. Um. Yeah, man. Um. Oh man. 
God, I, I'm a little, little bit running out of things to say. Yep. I did find that he's he's sort of an Italian Rasputin. Yeah, it's funny how many similarities there are between him and Rasputin, namely being poisoned mm-hmm. and shot a bunch. And yeah, yeah, still kicking. I don't. I, I well, actually, apparently, the true story is that the barbiturates likely slowed his metabolism in the bleeding. Yeah. Um. So so he didn't bleed out from the two gunshots. Yeah, true, true, true. That's a little less funny, though. It um, is. I so there's a part of this movie where uh, his his wife uh, Rosalie. I don't know that we said her name, um, because because we're a feminist podcast, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, she says that spaghetti will settle his stomach, and. I know she's doing it just to poison him, but also, man, I can't imagine having a tummy ache and just shoveling more spaghetti down my gullet. (laughs) It's like you have a cannon, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And the cannon keeps going off, whether you want it to or not. Sure. (laughs) This thing keeps just... And then uh, you decide to just keep, okay, well, fuck it. I'm just going to arm the cannon with perhaps the grossest thing I can think of if I were yeah. to see it on the other end. Um, yeah. What uh, what sort of stuff can I put in this cannon that's going to make the, the biggest show? Yeah. Really, it's sort of the diva approach to having a stomachache, isn't it? You're, you're putting in the most, what, what food has the most inherent drama? If yeah. it were to sort of come unraveled, uh, what's gonna give my vomit the most pizzazz? Yeah, and it is Pascetti. I think it we can Pischetti. all agree. Yeah, if you're gonna vomit and you want to vomit like a pinata bursting open, you're gonna want to eat Pascetti and probably some unopened candies. Yeah, can I give a slight a slight variation on this that I think has worked really well for me? Uh huh. Borscht. Ooh, that's that's an alarming thing to vomit. I I yes. would guess. I feel like if you're going for maximum drama, white drapes, hit it with some borscht on the way up. Oh yeah. Perfect. You've got. Oh my god, the scene you will have created. Jesus, I mean, people will think you're dying because I once yeah. threw up red pepper hummus. And I legitimately thought I was just vomiting blood. Yeah. Um, That's what I'm a, thinking of. It's not this, a fun uh, thing to puke. Um, yeah. Same with rice. I gotta tell you, you don't want to puke rice. Mm. That I would believe. Yeah. Yeah, um, it really... It um, it clogs. I'll mm, say that. Mm, it it doesn't come up easy. Yeah. Um, it struggles. <laughs> It struggles. Um, River yeah, Phoenix, man. Joaquin Phoenix, who you got? Who, who am I taking to the to the dance or like what? What are we talking about? I don't know. We we've seen both of them now. I will say this about Lil Joaquin. Mm-hmm. In the in the last movie, um, mm-hmm. I think he's got more chops. Oh, I don't know. I always heard that River was real promising. 
River River was a rising star. No one's questioning that. It's utter tragedy mm-hmm. what happened to River Phoenix. From the brief introduction I've had to both of them, uh, I, th- I think, my dude, I think it's Joaquin all day for me. I'll say he seems like he really has the the capital A actor talent. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. River Phoenix's wardrobe in this movie mm. is is gonna pull me over to his side. the The shirt that we see him in near the opening, the like when he's doing the runes, that yeah. like like bright red silk kind of floral shirt hell yeah pulled yeah. it off a lot of confidence required to do that and he true. did it true I mean and sometimes and we forget this when we talk about movies wardrobe is sometimes a challenge mm-hmm. it's not necessarily a given that you'll be able to pull off whatever wardrobe selects for you that day Exactly. Sometimes they want you to really stretch your your acting legs mm-hmm. and inhabit a space. And god damn it if he doesn't do that in this movie with these Boy, fucking he fits. really fucking does. They're yeah. all great. At one point, I swear to god he was wearing a cape. He might have been cuz I kind of thought the same thing. Yeah, I think he was just wearing a cape, which like, yeah, get it. Yeah. Get it. Mhm. God damn! Yeah, the wardrobe that he that he pulls off in this flick is uh, is truly inspirational stuff. Um, but yeah, I just feel like Lil Joaquin had that like Ryan Gosling style like emotive face thing. Sure, going yeah. On. It's he had a, a lot child. going on with the face. Yeah, but uh, but his clothes trash. Trash. Oh, in comparison? Yeah, utter garbage. Hot Plus, shit. He was a weirdo who's just real horny. Yeah, cranking his tuber kind mm-hmm. of a lot. Um Yeah. Yeah. Um Man, I don't <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about this movie. Yeah, I wondered. Um Well fuck man. Should we just call it? Are <laughs> oh, we just doing a short one this time? Can we can we just do a short episode? It's been so long since we've done a short episode. I think I'm fine doing a short. Like I don't even have bullshit to talk about. Yeah, I don't really have. We already talked about my food and my sleepiness. Right. For today. Yeah. So and, I think yeah. And I don't even think we have any emails that I can read about. Uh, yeah. I mean, unless you just want to hear some of the suggested Reddit posts that mm. that clog up our fucking Gmail. Yeah. Um, well, I think, <laughs> I think it's like uh, you know when you're you're in a meeting and you end it early, and so you get to say the wonderful phrase like, "All right, well, we'll give you ten minutes of your time back." Mm-hmm. Well, uh, folks, yes. we release you. You're released. Yeah, um, we do have a little bit more business to take care of though because Luke uh next week we'll be watching 1990s Tune In Tomorrow. That's the name of the movie, Tune In Tomorrow. Yes. Okay. Make sure this actually has him in there. Cuz uh yep, yep. On the poster and everything. 
His his name is the second on the poster. Oh god damn it. Okay. Yeah. Um Tune in Tomorrow is a film Alright, I'm gonna try to keep it to a sentence again. Um even though we have the room to stretch our legs and really share sure, this thing. Yeah. Um is a movie where Keanu Reeves keeps trying to deliver the news as a news anchor, but every time he's about to, he gets cut off, so he just has to shout, ah, t- Tune in tomorrow! And then he goes mm. away. Okay. It's sort of like uh, a like a um, Tim and Eric bit, almost. Like, I gotcha. I yeah. gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Tune in tomorrow is a movie where Keanu Reeves plays the superhero TV man. Okay. <laughs> and what does TV man do? I'm real curious. Uh, he, f- he fights the radio devil. Mm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, the, the noted uh, supervillain, the radio devil. Yeah, we all um, know him. Classic yeah. franchise. Um, so it's a TV man, well-known Christian superhero against mm-hmm. the radio devil. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite evangelical superhero, TV, TV man. man. <laughs> oh fuck! Uh, well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Hanksy Panksy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Hanksy Panksy Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Hanksy Panksy. You can find us on Mastodon at Hanksy Panksy at Home Social. Um. And you can send us an email at hanksypanksypod at gmail.com. You can also uh, join our Patreon at patreon.com slash hanksypanksy. We've got a lot of fun stuff over there, a lot of fun content. Luke and I are working on another special new series. At some point, my wife and I will be doing uh, kind of a season two of Journey to colon the center of the city, which I don't really know how the numbering is going to go. I'm just... If I'm just guessing, it's going to be Journey, the number two, colon, the center of the city, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it has to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, when when and Just Like That comes out. So, uh, you know, look look out for those things. Uh, you know, head on over there. And uh, you, too, could be Hanks' heroes. That's uh, Russell, Tuck, and Daniel. Um, guys, I'll... I'll shoot you on the wrong side of the chest, I guess. Yeah. Keep yeah. him alive. Mm-hmm. Luke, do you uh do you have a final quote? I do, and it is said by Keanu, and it is Is that legal? Having sex with a kangaroo? <laughs> He's so good in this. <laughs> oh shit. Well, folks, thanks for listening to another episode of Hanksy Panksy Honor Among Reeves. We'll be back next week with uh, 1990s Tune In Tomorrow. Oh, my butt!